When you're out walking, it is important to stay hydrated, and it's important to have water that is healthy that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my AquaTrue water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, enter the code WALKING when you check out. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Life is busy. And sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at FactorMeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini, and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code WALKING50 at factormeals.com slash WALKING50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Are you ready to take your walking to the next level? Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I started walking for fitness in 2013 and still take an intentional fitness walk every single day. I'm walking right now and I would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. What popped into your mind when I asked that question? Are you ready to take your walking to the next level? Do you think I am talking about how far you walk, maybe if you track your steps, are you willing to take it to the next level up, to to walk more steps, to walk farther, to walk longer? Maybe I'm talking about the intensity at which you walk, how fast you're going, your pace. Are you ready to push it a little bit? And those are good answers, but that's not actually what I mean. My neighbor, Mike, he lives across the street, and he takes an intentional walk every day, actually twice a day. He goes out in the morning, and I've seen him out walking multiple times, so I know that his route is the same every day. 
and it's about two or three miles in the morning. And then he takes another walk early in the afternoon. And again, I've been out while he's walking, so I've seen where it is he's going. It's a different route, a little bit shorter, maybe a mile, mile and a half. Mike is committed to these twice-a-day walks. Never misses a day. And, and the reason I, I know this is because my home office is in the front of our house, and I have a desk by a window which looks out across the street, and I can see when Mike is leaving and returning. And I am aware of the weather, and whether it's raining or cold or hot, Mike takes these walks twice a day. I have loved walking in New York City through the heart of Manhattan. The sidewalks are always full of people. There's an energy and an excitement that, quite frankly, I haven't found anywhere else. And I would imagine that, like me, some of the folks on those sidewalks are tourists exploring Manhattan there for the day or the weekend or the week, doing some shopping, just kind of soaking it all in. And I suspect some of the folks on the sidewalk are taking their walk. There are folks who live there, and this is their fitness activity. And like Mike, they go for a walk every day, same, perhaps the same route, same time every day. But I also imagine that quite a few of the people that I'm sharing the sidewalks with live there and are walking someplace. They're walking to work walking to lunch, to dinner, to do some shopping, to meet friends at a bar, to get a cup of coffee. That's how they get around. It's their mode of transportation. So when I talk about taking your walking to the next level, that's what I'm talking about. Taking this from walking just for fitness to walking as part of your lifestyle, as a mode of transportation. There are three barriers to making this happen. Number one, of course, is where you live. Some of us don't live in places where we can actually do that. <laughs> we live out in the middle of nowhere, and that's where we like living. The nearest gallon of milk is 10 miles away. When we lived in Maryland, 23 years, we were in a situation where those opportunities were very, very limited. A mile away, there was a shopping center, and if I wanted to, I could walk to, say, the tractor supply company. <laughs> there were a couple of pizza shops, carry-out pizza, not pizza restaurants, including places that we really liked. We got pizza from those places many times, but the idea of walking to get the pizza and then walking the hot pizza home was very unappealing. There was a liquor store in that shopping center, and I did walk to the store once to get a bottle of wine, but that just felt awkward, carrying that wine home through the neighborhood <laughs> in a bag. So, obviously, where you live is a huge factor. Number two, not everyone has the capacity to walk a mile or two to go to the store or get your hair cut or whatever. And perhaps if you're just now beginning a brand new fitness journey and your fitness capacity is on the lower end, that'll grow. 
That'll grow over time, and you'll eventually have the capacity, uh, should you also have the opportunity, to be able to walk as part of how you get from point A to point B. But right now, it's not there, so that is a barrier. And then number three, and I think for those who live in a place that's a little more walkable and do have the fitness capacity, like my neighbor Mike, there's a mindset barrier. Our default is walking is something we do for fitness. We're going to go out and take a walk. And if we need to go somewhere, we get in the car to do that. There was a fascinating research project recently looking at this whole question of why we don't walk more places, why we don't use walking as a mode of transportation more than we do. And they discovered that for many, we overestimate how much time it takes to walk someplace. And we minimize how much time it takes to drive someplace. So we have where we live now, because we live in Myrtle Beach, been here more than two years. And one of the attractive features of moving here is just how walkable it is. It's designed for lots of physical activity. So we can walk to the restaurants, to shopping, to the movie theater, to the grocery store. There's a grocery store less than a mile away. But still, my default, when I open that refrigerator and I see that we need mayonnaise, my default is to hop in the car and drive to the store to get the mayonnaise instead of opening the front door and taking a walk. That is beginning to shift. It was not an instant thing, even though we moved here with the idea of being able to walk far more, not just to take a walk, but as part of our lifestyle. That mindset, to my surprise, has actually taken a little bit longer to shift than I thought it would. I thought it was going to be almost instant because of how much I admired and even felt jealousy for people who lived in New York City and could open their door and pretty much walk anywhere. And it's probably that I overestimate how much time it's going to take to walk to the store, and I minimize how long it's going to take to go by car. And that's my default. My entire life has been, if we need something, if we're going somewhere, we get in the car. So when I ask the question, are you ready to take your walking to the next level? Certainly, how far we walk, how fast we walk is part of that, but also how we use walking. If we have the opportunities to make walking a part of our mode of transportation, how we get from point A to point B, there's another level there. And the beauty, when you take your walking to the next level and it becomes part of how you get places, it really increases how much fun you can have. So while I'm not completely there, I'm moving in that direction. There's a farmer's market that is in the center of town on Saturdays. You know, not right now because of the winter, but in the fall, I opened the pantry door, saw we were getting low on honey, and we get our honey from the farmer's market. It was a Saturday, and I thought, I'm going to walk to the market, get some honey, and bring it on home. So I did. And I'm walking home, carrying my bags of honey, feeling so old world. It was like, this is, this is great. <laughs> People in Manhattan, eat your hearts out.
So I'm transitioning. I am working to take my walking to the next level so that it becomes my default when I need to go somewhere in town. Not quite there yet, but I'm working on it. Thank you for walking with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.